Well, hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy holiday week. Um, I hope that you have a safe, fun holiday week. And if you travel this week, please be careful. I had read that there's going to be a lot of storms in the upper United States and the Midwest up to out to the East Coast. A lot of rain and snow and stuff. So prepare yourself for that, please, you guys. And I want y'all to take it safe and get to where you need to this holiday carefully. So the topic we're going to get in today is wax play. I thought wax play would be a really good way to start talking about specific um, kinks that people like to do during scenes. And wax play for me is a favorite. I love it. It's a lot of fun. It's up there like with spanking for me, you know, and I'm a kind of like a moderate pain slut. So <laughs> wax play is kind of, it's, it's fun for people like me. So anyway, wax play or temperature play is the erotic or sensual act of using candle wax to entice pleasure through pain and heat. So there's... 35% of sadomasochists that take part in wax play, according to a study performed by Dr. Pekka Centila. Um, it's from the um, Archives of Sexual Behavior, and that's what this doctor found. Now, as with any form of play, temperature play especially, you want to be safe, educated, and prepared. So. When you perform wax play, you want to be aware of the sensitivity level of your partner and of yourself. It's always best to perform any kind of BDSM with a trusted partner, whether it be a lover, you know, just a fuck buddy or whatever. You want to make sure that you safety is the priority thing. Remember, communication, consent, safety, all of that's part of that. And that's no different during wax play. Now, let's go over certain things. The most important thing that we need to cover first is safety. So basic safety tips for wax play are simple. So for starters, the boundaries, you gotta know them between you and your partner. So you always have open and honest communication between one another to make sure the experience stays enjoyable and safe. And that is, Consensual. You don't want to just bust out with the candle or whatever you're using for temperature play and then find out, oh, no, this is not what they want to do. You you don't want to do that. So hopefully this is something that you guys have talked about before you participate. Now, you want to also know the temperature of the wax you're using and to make sure to note the ingredients of the candles used. So safety candles... Excuse me. Safety candles can be purchased. And those are also known as emergency candles. And those are the candles that you get four in a box typically at like a dollar store. If you go to like the big box retailers like Walmart. Those are the ones that you see that people use in emergency situations. So those are like often the best ones to use for kinky situations. Now you want to avoid any wax candles that has metal in the wicks because the metal is going to burn and if you drip that onto the skin, it's going to burn the skin. So make sure that you check out the wicks and make sure there's no 
I would say even at the base of the candle, I wouldn't even use that. Just use a candle that has a cotton wick throughout it. That is what you want to use. All right, so something that's not stressed enough is to make sure the wax is dripped from a high enough distance to allow cooling on contact and to have less of a burn or to ir irritate the submissive that you're doing this to. So the further away, the better. So a good um, rule of thumb that I've always used with my dominant is we go by two to three feet away from my skin. So that way when the wax drips onto my body, it's cooled off enough by the air that it's still at a temperature that I enjoy and that I find pleasure out of. But at the same time, I know it's not going to cause severe burns on me. Yeah. So you also want to know the safe areas on your partner that they can handle the heat at. So you don't want to start doing this and then find out, oh, wow, I don't really like this on my breast or I really don't like this on my stomach or on my upper back or on my thigh. You want to make sure that you kind of have a good idea what areas you can tolerate this on. For example, for me, my thighs are the best area. My breasts are not an area that I like to do it on. I can do it there, but I usually get a lot more sensitivity out of that area in not a good way. And then afterwards, I have reddening for a little while, longer than I kind of like it. So that tells me that my body's saying, hey, don't do that. My thighs and my inner thighs, I don't usually have a problem. My back or my butt, I don't have a problem. But my breasts is not something I do well. Even my inner arm is better than my breasts. So everybody's going to be different. You need to just kind of figure out where that's at on your own body. Now, let's get into what kind of wax you use. So not every candle is the same and some burn hotter than others. So for example, a scented candle, like the kind that you would get in the jar candles, I would not use that. Those are great for ambiance, but don't use it. Um, but a, a typical scented candle is going to burn between 120 Fahrenheit and 135 Fahrenheit. And I apologize to some of my listeners that are from overseas and use the metric system. Just kind of do calculations from Fahrenheit to Celsius to kind of get a good range of how it might burn. Okay, so now a soy candle will burn at 135 to 145 degrees. Soy candles are a really good thing to use because they cool quicker on the skin. They cause less irritation on the skin. Those are usually people like using them. Outside of those emergency paraben, paraffin candles, those are like the next best thing. All right, so if you're looking for extreme heat, Beeswax candles are really good to use. Now, they are long lasting. Um, that sensation of that heat temperature on the skin lasts a lot longer. And they usually burn between 145 to 170. 170 is a lot for me. I don't particularly like that. Um, I like more in the range of like 120 to 135. That's mine, but 170 is up there. Some people like that. It's not my bag, but some people do. Now, 
we'll stress this again, safety is first always, and in particular with this too. So know the temperature of the wax before using it, and also know you should be aware of the ingredients that are in candles to avoid allergens or irritation. So for example, you don't want to get, even though it might be a paraffin candle or soy candle, and if you see that there's red dye in it and your submissive is might be allergic to that or has an allergic to a certain blue dye, you don't want to use it, you know, so you don't want to take the risk that, oh, well, I didn't do it properly, and yeah, they had a good time, but now they have this huge rash, or they have these blisters and things, that just takes all the pleasure out of it. So ask your submissive about what their allergies are. Submissives, volunteer the information if your dominant hasn't asked you. So, excuse me. Now, dominance. When you test the wax, test it on yourself before you test it on your partner. So test it on your forearm. You know, test it on your forearm. Test it on your hand. See how it feels on you before you drip it on him or her or they. Just make sure you do that. Okay, like I said before, the further away from this, the skin, the better. A good rule of thumb, like I said, is go by a foot to three feet up. I mean, anything more than three feet, it's going to kind of really harden before it hits the skin, and you really you're not going to get a lot of pleasure on of it. We generally do. My dom and I generally do like in between a, I would say in between a foot to two feet. Two feet most of the time is where I seem to get the most pleasure from it, and it's not as intense for me. So just use that as a general rule of thumb. I wouldn't do like four to six inches. That's not something I would recommend. If it's something that you want to do, you take the risk on doing that. But I would generally go by feet rather than a lot of inches. All right. So not all candles are created equal. It's vital to know what kind of candle you're using. So honestly, experts in BDSM who are who love wax play in particular recommend the safety candles that you get at the dollar store you know those plain white emergency candles that aren't special that kind of can melt between your fingers that's the kind of candle we want to get those soy candles are like that too and actually that's a good rule of thumb when you want to find a candle that you know works get the candle and kind of rub it between your fingers and if it kind of softens up really easy between your fingers that's a good candle to use for wax play um, that means the temperature is low the melting point temperature is lower which has a lot less risk for burns so the harder the candle the more damage it can do and those candles are not designed for wax play. So don't use a candle that you have picked up at the store, like the candles from Bath and Body Works or wherever. Don't use those candles. Yankee Candle Company. Don't use those candles. Those candles are not designed for that. They can set a mood. <laughs> but they're not for the body. Okay, so. All right, so. Um... One of the reasons why paraffin candles are often frowned upon is 
because the chemicals in them are not great. Um, like I said, for ambiance's ideal, wax play not so much. So the paraffin candles tend to make the candle burn hotter and that is not what we want to do. We want the candle to burn at a lower temperature, not a higher temperature. Like on the extreme end, 170 is what a beeswax candle would do. That is something that you can use. But those paraffin candles that you see, like I said, at Yankee Candle Company or you get at a grocery store and they smell like cotton candy or coffee or whatever, don't use those. It's in particular, don't use those. So they're not good to use. All right, so now beeswax are the most extreme ones. Um, they really shouldn't be used for wax play. Some people use it at their own discretion, but they burn really hot. You take a risk by using them. I just generally wouldn't recommend you do use them, but some people do. I Like I said, the best ones to get are those ones from the dollar store that you get in emergency when the power goes out. Those plain white ones where there's no metal in the wicks, there's no wet metal at the bottom. Those are like the best ones. And those are really, really soft when you move, um, go between your fingers. Now, I know those candles kind of seem dull, but it's really, honestly, if you're in the middle of doing wax play appropriately, it's fun. You're not going to really worry about the candle color. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to have a smell. That's not, <laughs> that's not why you're doing it. <laughs> You're doing there to bring pleasure to the submissive, you know, and for you. So, yeah, don't worry about that. Just get stick to those, you know. Um, a lot of times, soy candles, I would say you can find those at um, a sex shops. They will have actually specific candles that are designed for wax play. They'll be, they'll they'll have it marked on there on some form or another. Uh, but those candles typically are soy candles. And soy candles really melt very low temperature. And if you're not sure and you're really a newbie to wax playing, you want to try it, I would recommend just go to the sex shop. If you're not comfortable with going to the dollar store and getting those candles, the emergency candles like that, just go to the sex shop and ask the staff there to help you out with finding a good candle that would be good for wax play. That would be a good way to start off too because I want you to be safe when you do this. All right, so one of the reasons why the safety candles are great to use because they are so soft. The softer the candle, like I said, the lower the melting point. Sometimes you'll find out with a candle you're not sure about, like if it's not marked in anything, a good way to test it is to rub it between your fingers. And if you're able to kind of, quote, melt the mat, though, excuse me, <laughs> melt the wax and mold the wax between your fingers, then that's a good candle to use for wax play. Now, so, um, some people don't even use candle during wax play. Some people melt wax chips and they will pour it on their submissive that way. Same thing applies with wax chips in those little burners and stuff. 
that you would use for candles. If the wax chips can be molded really easy between your hands, that's the type of wax you want to use for wax play. Now, let's get into the prep, prepping of the skin for wax play. Now, the best way to prepare for wax play is using paper, plastic sheets, um, under the body, old sheets that you don't care about, you know, old cotton sheets you don't care about. I use old towels. I have like three or four old towels that are like wax stained and I'll put them on our bed uh, or wherever we are doing this at. And my dominant and I, when he, you know, gets into the wax play with me, if it get some on that old towel it doesn't matter because I'll scrape off the wax afterwards and I'll wash the towel I'm not really caring about these towels they're old they got holes in them <laughs> all right so um you want to test it out before you do it on your partner and if your partner hasn't done it to you yet submissives you want to go ahead and test it out on yourself and let your dominant know this is a good area. So, for example, if you test it out on your upper thigh and that's the best place on your body to do it, and go ahead and tell your dom, you know what, I've tried it on my upper thigh, this is where I need to go. Or I've tried it on my upper back, this is where it needs to go. It feels better on my stomach or in the nipple area or wherever that's where you that's you where you want to stick to um good general rule of thumb is stay away from open cuts any bruising do not pour wax on your genital area do not use it on your face your eyes your mouth none of that do not put it in those areas um, it's going to cause more irritation if it's an open cut it can possibly get bacteria trapped in that cut from the wax and you have another problem with infection you don't want to do that so um, another thing is is that you can also put a nice quality lotion or oil on the skin to rub in before you drip the wax on it and that'll make the the removal of the wax easier on the skin lest you have to scrape off also um aftercare is important so after you've gotten the wax off your submissive you can apply cold cream on that area um what my dom and i do a lot is we'll get like a bowl of ice we'll put the ice cube in a washcloth and then if it's you know an area that is that's a little more sensitive I found a little more sensitive for whatever reason I can put it that ice on there also ice and this is something I want to recommend also ice is really good to use during wax play so you drip that wax on your submissive dominance you can also get ice and then trace around the wax that has dripped it gives a really good contrast and sensation. So you've got this this mild heat going on, then you got this extreme cold going on. So it's really it's wonderful. It's so tingly. I love it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the best one of the reason why I recommend kind of using 
a lotion or oil before you use wax clay. Scraping it off for some people might be irritating. And if you put that on there, it you don't have to use friction a lot to get it off. So it's the least amount of friction that you can use on the skin to get it off. Um, Another thing that's fun when you use wax play is when you let it drip down is lightly getting the person's nails to rake in that wax that is drying on the skin. And oh, it's so wonderful. <laughs> it's such a one thing. It's such a one wonderful feeling. Um, so you can also get wax in your hair. You kind of want to just get a lotion or, you know, whatever kind of hair cream you use or whatever oil you use, rub it in that wax, get like a, a brush or a pick or a comb and just kind of slowly pick it out and comb it out. Cause you might get wax. And well, let me rephrase this. You will get wax in your hair during these times that you do wax play. So it's 100% probable. So you want to be able to know how to get it out without damaging the hair. All right, so um, I think that's pretty much it. So if you have any questions about wax play, feel free to DM me and I can give you additional advice on it. But yeah, that's it. I hope you enjoy wax play as much as I do. Uh, we'll get into some other things in the next few weeks. One of the other kinks we'll probably get into soon is chemical play. We'll get into water sports, genital clamps, things like that. We'll get more into those things in the near future. All right. Have a good holiday week. Be safe in your travels and have fun on Thanksgiving. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.